And thank you so much for joining us once again. I am your host, The Grey Knight, and this is the Nightly Pleasures Podcast, episode number 37. It's going to be a longer ride than normal, so please, strap yourself in comfortably. I think you'll enjoy the ride. First up, we have an extraordinary look at Ariane Richmond's Hooked Up. It's a longer piece for sure, but I think it's worth the time to get to know very, very personally. So without further ado, once again, this is Ariane Richmond's Hooked Up. Just rapping at Pearl's apartment door had me hard. It was about 5 a.m. She opened the door slowly, knowing it was me because I'd just phoned. But she was obviously being cautious. Hi, she said. There was surprise in her tone, but also relief. I was hoping she'd just been dreaming about me. She stood there in a crimson silk satin robe, more beautiful than I remembered. Her hair was bedroom hair, wild and slipped in. I went to kiss her. Her mouth tasted of mint and was cool and welcoming. I ripped off her robe, which shimmied to the floor, and I stepped back in order to admire her perfect body. Her legs were strong, but lean. Worked out, but the muscles long and elegant. I noticed her tiny waist, her feminine curves. Not too slim, but not an ounce of fat. Her tits were, literally, perfect. The kind any man wants to pop into his mouth and suck. Ample. Very full, but not too large. They didn't need a bra and the nipples lifted upwards. Pert. I had her just how I wanted her. Naked. Come here, beauty. I whispered. I caught both of her wrists in my right hand, pinning them behind her back. I had her captive. My other hand trailed around her breasts, circling each nipple until they stiffened. I stroked her along her neck and pulled her face to mine, cupping the back of her head. She moaned and leaned in close to me, her measured breath showing me that she was aching to be kissed. I've been waiting for this pearl. You have no idea how much, I murmured into her mouth. I explored her curvy lips with my tongue as my erection pressed hard against her abdomen. All I've been thinking about is all the different ways I'm going to make you come, Cherie. She opened her mouth wider and nipped me on my lower lip like a kitten. Then she fluttered her eyes as if she was in a mesmerized trance and drew in a sharp breath to steady her nerves. I probed my tongue hard into her welcoming mouth, greedily, devouring her taste, my tongue lashing at hers as they tangled into a passionate dance. My hand traced down her neck to her stiff nipples as I played with each one in turn before grazing my fingers down her belly to her clit, where I rested my finger languidly. She groaned. Then I let it slide, oh so slowly, a little farther, finding its way inside. As I expected, she was very wet. I could feel my cock swell even more. I cupped 
her whole core with my hand and eased my finger deep into her soaking velvet cave, a place where I couldn't wait to call home, call my own, my dark man cave, because once I'd entered, I knew I'd want to return over and over again. I'm going to have to fuck you, I whispered in her ear. So wet already. So beautifully wet. I thrust my finger farther up inside her and felt her juices. She was obviously enjoying the moment, but was impatient for me, wanting all of me. She shook her hands free from my vice grip behind her back and growled like a little tigeress. Alexander, let me free to do what I want. She went down on her knees before me and frantically unbuttoned my jeans. She ripped them down my leg and I stepped out of them. She was as hungry for this as I was. My erection slapped her in the face as it sprang free, so solid, so fucking horny for her lips. She cupped my balls in one hand and guided them into her pretty mouth. Jesus fucking Christ. I rocked my hips forward. It felt so amazing, so hot. The thermometer was rising fast. I pulled off my shirt. My heart started racing. I gently held her hand and laced my fingers through her golden mass of hair as she sucked gently on me, sending my head spinning. Oh, Pearl. Oh, Pearl baby. You're so beautiful. She got up from her knees to get better leverage, and bending down, starting to run her lip up along my shaft, teasing me, then lashing her tongue up and down along its pulsating length. I looked down at her, her lips at work with luscious concentration. Fuck. This was sensual. She teased my sensitive crest, rimming the broad head round and round with the tip of her pink tongue. I swear to God, I felt it all the way down to my toes. This wasn't just turning me on. This was an experience, somehow different than it had been with other women. The way she was doing it with such care made me believe that there was more than just lust dancing between us. It felt as if there were molecules of love filling the air. She looked up at me, her blue eyes full of wonder and awe, and she closed them again. Did I see a tear fall? I think so. This meant something big to her. Didn't mean to sound crass there. But seriously, this was an intimacy that was not only electric, but strangely poetic. What she was doing meant the world to her in that moment. My pleasure was her pleasure because she was moaning while she had me in her mouth and lost in some kind of reverie. With all the women I had been with, and there have been far, far too many, and this one was different. I could tell that she was already hopelessly in love with me, and I wanted to protect her, nourish her, in more ways than one. But I saw her as so vulnerable, my cock in her mouth as she was feasting on me. Her head was bobbing up and down, and she clawed my ass with her nails, 
pulling me closer to her, hungry for every inch of me. Pearl, Cherie, this is what I've been dreaming of. This feels incredible. And I meant every word. What I had been dreaming of, not just lately, but for years. Someone who was truly in love with me. Not only for what I could offer her, but also for what she could offer me. Pearl was giving me her all. Here was a woman who was no expert, but because she cared so much about pleasing me, I found it the most erotic thing in the world. She was moving fast by now, my massive length in her mouth, touching the back of her throat. She was jerking her head speedily up and down, up and down, sucking hard, her lips like a vacuum. It felt fucking amazing. Pearl. Oh, you beautiful, rare pearl. I breathed, exploding as I fucked her luscious mouth, coming like a train, hard and mercilessly into her. There was a lot of bursting from within me. She'd fucking aroused me. In fact, I came twice in a row, splurting like a fountain into her sexy mouth, clamped tightly around me. And I still wasn't finished with her. Oh no. This woman had me hooked. I wanted to see her face when I fucked her. See what she'd do when I made her come. And that's maybe the best blowjob I've ever had in my life, I said, still tingling from all the intense pleasure as she licked my cum from her lips. I meant it as a compliment, but Pearl looked just for a second as if she was about to burst into tears. I suddenly realized why. I basically said, in women's language, I've fucked loads of women. Foolishly, I used the word maybe. That was maybe. Jesus, you have to choose your words carefully with the female sex and the best blowjob. E.g., there's competition out there. I'm comparing you with others. Bad choice of word, that maybe. I had to dig myself out of my faux pas. Fast. But I couldn't help smiling. She was so sweet, so vulnerable. I pulled her up from her position and drew her close to my beating heart. I tilted her head up to kiss me and looked into her eyes. And to reassure her, I said, Come here, you gorgeous creature, and give me a kiss. You know I want to make love to you, don't you? Her countenance changed from fear of rejection to ease. Better choice of words. Make love, not fuck. And there's a difference. You see, women like the fantasy of being fucked. Rough. Hard. With no mercy. They even like to imagine being tied up, whipped, and chastised. But in reality, they're just looking for one true thing. And that one true thing's called love. It's easy for a guy to fuck. Easy to play the rough and tough bastard who women often fall for. What's hard is to not be a bastard, not to be a jerk. Call me a fool, but I've always liked a challenge. There I was, feeling on top of the world, 
I felt cocky and self-assured after that mind-blowing blowjob. It was obvious. Pearl Robinson was crazy about me. I kissed her, and she slowly, teasingly, kissed me back. Oh, Alexander. She groaned into my mouth. Suddenly, my tune changed. Her lips felt as if they no longer belonged to that sweet little neo-virgin who needed to be guided, but were part of an overconfident, cool, I-fucked-a-lot-of-people-too woman of the world. What was it? The way her tongue flickered over my top lip and made me instantly hard again, my cock throbbing for round two. I couldn't tell you, but a jealous rage soared through my hot veins. The idea of Pearl ever having been touched by another man filled me with absolute fury. Ridiculous. Who else has fucked you before me? What the hell kind of question was that? Women either lie or tell you the truth. Either way, you'll never know for sure. She gazed at me, her look pure as a puppy. It's been so long. I feel like a virgin, she said, her lips parting in a let me suck your cock, but I'm a schoolgirl kind of way. I stared her down. Was she lying? Now I was flummoxed. I just couldn't read her. I narrowed my eyes. I don't believe you. The way you made me come in your mouth was too good. Too expert. Who taught you how to do that? Instinct? She blurted out, her big blue eyes as innocent as a lying teenager who had just been caught with a sack of weed. It's you, Alexander. You make me want to be sexy like this. Who else has been fucking you? I thought I said it in a quiet voice, but it came out as a roar. I jealously sucked her tits and palmed her pussy. Mine. All mine. My heart slowed to a normal beat as I understood how absurd I was being. I never showed jealousy. Hell, I never even felt it. How this woman already held me so tightly under her spell after such a short time of knowing her. I couldn't fathom. I swear, she promised. I haven't had sex for two years. Not since my divorce. No sex in all that time equals tight, I thought, and my cock got hard thinking about how I was going to be her first in so long. Divorce meant vulnerability. My cock twitched again at the thought of her needing me to care for her, protect her. For some reason, that really aroused me. And if she was telling the truth about her not having had an orgasm, then boy... I was going to really make her head spin. Good girl, I said, feeling convinced, after all, that she was telling the truth. Then I whispered in her ear, I don't want you involved with anyone else. Is that clear? I want you all for myself. I'm not a jealous man, but I am possessive of my treasures. You and your tight, hot, Perlette, are both mine. Do you understand? Choice of words again. Not pussy, 
or cunt or anything else that can make a woman feel like a tramp, but Pearlette. Pearl deserved to feel treasured and loved. She'd obviously had a shit time of it in the sex department and probably the general male department. I could change that for her, I decided. At the time, I would have said that I was telling her all this to put her mind at rest, to let her know that I wanted to go steady with her, to date her exclusively. But the truth was that I was scared for the first time in my life when it came to the opposite sex. I was scared of losing her. Because, God damn it, I realized I was falling in love. Okay, love is a very strong word, although lust just didn't quite cover it. Yes, I was feeling horny as the devil himself, but I felt so much more. Yet, I hardly knew Pearl. I hadn't asked her about her dreams and aspirations, whether she wanted children and a family like I did. I hadn't discussed her career with her in depth. I knew nothing about her ex-husband, except for the fact that he was obviously lousy in bed. I wasn't even sure how old she was, not that it mattered to me. I felt as if I was in one of my sports cars, going from 0 to 60 in 4.3 seconds. It was all going so ridiculously fast. She loved dogs. She was adventurous enough to go rock climbing. She was sexy, smart, beautiful, independent. And although I very much liked what I saw, I needed to get to know her better. I'd start by fucking her. Or, rather, making love to her. On the bed, I ordered, leading her into the bedroom and adding, poker-faced, where you belong. I test her sense of humor. Her lips curled up into a subtle smile. She thought I was kidding, but I wasn't. I did want to dominate her, control her body, but willingly. Not with whips or handcuffs, but with my sexual prowess. Make her need me. Make her body lose control and have her begging for more. Give her mind-blowing orgasms every time. I guess you could say that's pretty narcissistic, but I think it was more out of insecurity on my part. I'm a pretty cocky bastard, very self-assured on the outside, but on the inside, I'm just a regular guy looking for approval. I wanted Pearl to think me the hottest thing that had come along since the sauna. Seriously, Pearl, get on the bed. It's about time you got fucked properly. She lay on her rather ornate four-poster bed, nervously waiting on her back. Her breath was shallow, her breasts rising and falling, her pussy already glistening with anticipation. I straddled her, my cock proud, rock hard against my abdomen. I cupped her with my hand and slipped my middle finger inside her warm core, locating that sweet spot. I picked her up like a six-pack again, and she whimpered, giving herself over to me readily. I could see she had a submissive streak in her, and it turned me on. I whispered in her ear, You really want me to fuck you, don't 
loves you. She could hardly speak. She just moaned and nodded her head. Her nipples were stiff. Her tongue was licking lasciviously along her lips. She looked like a fucking centerfold, and I wanted to plunge into her. But I had to remain focused. I lifted her up higher. She loved me taking control. I lifted that sweet pussy onto my face. Her back arched, and I supported her ass with both of my hands. I let my tongue rest against her clit, and she started bucking her hips at me. I didn't do anything, just let her feel my wet tongue pressing against her. Then I started long sweeping strokes up and down, up and down, along her slit, up and down, slowly, up and down. Oh, yeah. She tasted deliciously sweet and salty and horny as hell. My taste buds were laced with her sexy nectar. Please fuck me, Alexander. Please. But I wanted to make her wait. Part of my plan, my history of success with the female sex, make women beg for it. Make them want more. Control yourself. I began a slow, torturous tease, fucking her with my tongue. In and out, careful not to touch her clit, which was swelling with desperation for me to play with it. Pearl was moaning, clawing her fingers in my hair, and yelling out, I can't take this anymore. Please, please, Alexander, I need you to fuck me. I laid her ass back down on the bed and fished a condom out of my jeans pocket. Extra large. Better sensation. The only ones that fit properly and didn't pinch me. I rolled it onto my solid length. I wanted her to feel every tiny nuance. Every little moment as I stretched her open. So I'd go slow. Little by little. I couldn't overwhelm her on my whole game plan, or she would be spoiled. I laid my naked body carefully on top of her, my erection poised at her wet entrance, throbbing and twitching a millimeter away from her. She was flexing her hips at me again, legs open wide. Every time she pushed forward, she could feel my hardness, her clit slapping against me. She was moaning her tongue lashing out at my mouth, and I kissed her hard, deep, hungrily. She was getting the kiss she wanted, but but I wasn't going to fuck her yet, as most men would have done at this point. That took willpower, believe me. I let myself dip into her with tiny, shallow thrusts. Only my tip was fucking her. She was going wild. Oh, God. She moaned. Please. Oh, God, don't stop. This is incredible. Then I stopped. I pulled back a touch. Alexander, what are you doing to me? Why are you torturing me? My lips flickered into a gentle smirk. Torture can lead to heaven, I murmured. I started fucking her clit. Again, just tiny almost imperceptible thrusts. 
as my hardcock massaged her between her wetness. She was screaming. Screaming. Shh, baby. Quiet now. So juicy. I love your hair, your soft skin, your incredible body, your big blue eyes. On each of those words, I thrust inside her, rolled in little circles to massage her clit with my pubic bone, and then pulled back out. I was huge, swollen as fuck. I was counting in my head. One one thousand, two one thousand, three. I had to stop myself from coming. This was getting too hot to handle. Are you ready for all of me? I said with a low groan. You're so big. It's so huge. Oh, God. What she told me was the truth. What I said about your cock being a tool, that was no joke. Tools can do wonders. But tools can also do damage, depending on how you use them. I had to go easy. If I pounded into her now, it would be uncomfortable for her. There was no way she'd come. Jesus, you're tight. Like a virgin, I said, entering her a millimeter more. I still didn't feel she was ready to be fucked yet, so I carried on teasing her with tiny thrusts, my crown feeling incredibly sensitive, even though I was wearing a condom. Then I withdrew completely, took my cock in my hand, and slapped it back and forth on her hard nub. From the noises she was making and her movements, I saw she was on the verge of coming. Her eyelids started fluttering, her legs stiffened, and she looked as if she was entering another zone. I pushed my cock halfway inside her, and she started shuddering, her inner contractions pulsating and quivering all over me. I held it there, not even all the way in. She was moaning again, her back arched, her fingers clawing and gripping my ass like she never wanted our groins to part, ever. She was coming hard, her hands clutching my buttocks to bring me closer. Alexander, I... Jeez, ah, oh my fucking god. I stopped my one, one thousand, and let myself go. Fuck, this girl was hot. I imploded inside my sweet, hot pussy, luxuriating in her, as we both came together, united in our carnal frenzy, our greedy, insatiable feast. Mm, coming, baby. I'm coming hard. I groaned into her mouth, lashing my tongue all over her, thrusting into her with abandon at last, as my orgasm ripped through me. She lay there panting, satiated, fulfilled with me still inside her. I came with penetrative sex, she mewed, releasing her claws from my ass. She was in shock, amazed. She couldn't believe what had just happened. Was I shocked? Not a bit. I knew what I was doing. I started young, remember? I'd made more women come by the time I was 25 than most men could even fantasize about doing over an entire lifetime, even if only 
in their wet dreams. And once again, that was Ariane Richmond and a selection from her smoldering piece, Hooked Up. You can check out more on Goodreads or anywhere else. Just Google Ariane Richmond. Up next, something that I think is best suited without much fanfare, without much information. Something I hope that you'll wear headphones for and just sort of ease into. The piece itself is named Baby Girl, and I do want to give you fair warning. It can be very graphic at some points, but I think you'll enjoy the piece very much. Once again, up next, it's Baby Girl. Baby girl, it's okay. Shh. Shh. It's all right. It's just going to take a little getting used to. I know it's not so easy, but you wanted this. You asked for it. And now you're going to get it. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, I think you should enjoy it. I think you should just let it happen nice and easy. There we go. Now, who's my baby girl? Hmm? Who's my perfect little baby girl? You are absolutely right. It is you. You're mine. And this is what I want. I promise. I'm really going to enjoy it, just like you. So just very easily slide that pussy back and forth across my cock. There we go. Ride that lap. I love this position so much. You... Legs on either side of my thighs, hands wrapped around my back, just rolling your hips in and out like they're waves. <laughs> See, I like it so much I can't even concentrate. Do you feel how hard my cock is for you? That's how much I want this. How much I've been thinking about it all day. You wouldn't deny me, would you, baby girl? Mm, I didn't think so. Now, it's all about the rest of it. It's not just my hands on your hips, pulling you back down on me every time you get away. No, it's not just the way that you look at me, like I'm the only man in the world who deserves you. It's also about that second cock that's about to enter your ass. Mm. Don't be afraid, and don't be shy. Just keep your eyes on me, and we'll get to the other side. My promise... You'll be all in one piece, and you'll enjoy the journey very, very much. Mm -mm -mm -mm. 
don't get nervous now. And that's why I let you keep the shirt on, so you couldn't feign modesty. Who cares if he can see your ass? He's going to be up it anyway. He's not even going to be looking. And you're going to be so tiny, so small between us, just stuck between two walls of meat. Mm. Isn't that what you want, baby girl? It's what I want. And according to how wet you are, it's what your pussy wants too. Don't you, little pussy? Don't you want one cock inside you and another pounding your ass, making you come and come all around me? Hmm. And that's what I thought. <laughs> oh, just keep riding just like that, just while you still can, because I'm going to tell you a secret, baby girl. When he's actually up that ass, oh, you're not going to be able to move at all. Mm-mm. It's just going to be what we allow you to do. So enjoy it. Here, let me demonstrate. I'm just going to get this finger nice and wet for you. Mm -hmm. No lube, so you better hold on tight. Because it's going right up in that perfect ass. I need to be inside that. Ooh, he liked that. Hmm. I did too. God the little sound you made, the little flutter. Damn it. Oh, it's pretty good indeed. Mm. Mm mm mm. Just look at you. You're goddamn near perfect. <laughs> mm, and I love how tight your pussy gets when my finger's all the way up that ass. God damn it. After we're done with this, when it's just you and me again, mm, we're gonna need to find you a bigger butt plug. I love how fucking wet you get when there is something hard and thick up your ass. Now be my little sex kitten, baby girl. And you'll make it through tonight with a smile on your face. Mmm. Mmm. Looks like he's ready. Goddamn right I am. In fact, I can't believe it took him this long. Oh my. I'm so hard for you, baby. I think you're really gonna like what he has for you, baby girl. Mm -hmm. It is nice. And thick. You love my fat And cock. ready to explore you. Oh, yeah. Mm, he's so turned on by your ass. I can feel <sighs> how much tinier I get without him even oh, pushing into you yet. I'm gonna fuck this ass until you can't sit straight. <sighs> I'm gonna fuck this ass until you call my name. Mm. I'm gonna fuck this ass mm. until you forget. My name. Mm. Fuck. 
give it to me. That's mm. right, mm. baby girl. Mm. One cock's just not enough for you, is it? Oh. You're too greedy. Shit. You want it too much. I know you come home to me every single day that you love me, that you love that I give you, but you can't help it. So many cute men, so many mysteries in their past. Fuck, fuck, Besides, fuck, fuck, fuck. Your big strong man is here to protect you in case anything goes wrong. What's wrong with just a little bit of extra cock from behind? Just like that. <clears throat> Fuck. Oh, yes, 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 yes. (sighs) Just as he's pushing into you, I know that my cock is going to get strangled by you. You're going to kill it and bring it right back to life. And I couldn't be happier with it. Fuck that ass. So goddamn tight. Yes. God. Damn it. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it. That's it. Light me as he thrusts you. Shit. He pushes. Fuck. You flow. Fuck. He pushes. Oh. You flow. God damn. Oh, that ass yes, is so yes, yes, fucking yes, yes, tight. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Oh, God, I'm so hard for you. I'm not even all the way in yet, princess. It's just us. I'm not even all the way in. Fuck you, he can't hear you. He can only fuck you. Oh, yes. That pussy's all mine, isn't it? That pussy's all mine, isn't it? Say that pussy is mine. He's just a toy. This is us. Fuck. This is love. Give it to me. Come on, lean forward. Give it to me. Lean forward. Come on. That's right. That's right. Take it, princess. Mm. Take my cock. Mm. Your pussy is too tight. I'm gonna come. I am. I'm gonna come. Fuck. Me too. Come with me. <laughs> uh, excited I am. Mm-hmm. I fucking love you getting railed by another dude. You fucking and I want you to come to me coming to it. Come fuck, on, baby. Fuck, you love my fat come cock, on, baby. don't you? You fucking love my mm-hmm. fat cock. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, Say yes, you will. Say yes, you'll come for me. Ass. Say yes, you will. <sighs> Oh, oh, fuck. Fuck, 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 fuck. God damn it, yes. Fuck, yes. That's right. Fuck, yes. That's right. You really cling to me. Come on. Take it. Sink your nails into my back. Fucking take it. Take it. Take it. Push against me. Push against me. Push against me. There it goes. There it goes. There it goes. Yes. 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 Oh, oh. oh fuck. fuck, fuck, 
Squeeze mm. that cock. Fucking squeeze the fucking suck the cum out. Mm. Fuck. Fuck. God damn. I love it when you hold me so close. Uh, like I'm the only man in the world. Uh, it's especially relevant now. <laughs> Until next time, princess. Ooh. Keep dreaming of this cock. Fuck, that pussy was tight. Mm-hmm. Mmm, really, 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 really nice. It's okay. Shh. It's okay. Hey. It's just me and just you again, baby girl. He's gone. He got what he came for. But me... I will never have enough. I promise. Mm. <laughs> hey. Hey. Shh. It's okay, baby girl. Shh. Hey. We're all right. We're okay. You took that so well. I am proud of you. Mm-mm. Hey, look me in the eyes. I am proud of you. And I want you to really listen to that. Okay? It's not every girl who goes out there chasing her fantasies, committing to it like you do. You are amazing. And nothing about what we just did was wrong. It's our business and nobody else's. And I really, really had fun. Mm, it's okay. We'll get you cleaned up in a second. Let's take a shower together. Oh, hey, let's take a bath together. Mm-hmm. I mean it. And you know I mean it because it's not my favorite. <laughs> Come here. Uh, as much as I love being inside you, I wanna... I wanna sit you on my lap. Yeah. Yeah, facing away from me this time. I just wanna touch you. Touch your skin. Feel you. I want to tell you, baby girl, that I think you are such a good girl tonight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think it's okay that you're still whimpering a little. Because even though you're whimpering, you put on such a brave face. He never knew how scared you were for a second. And I only love and want you more. Mm-hmm. I am so pleased with you. I'm so lucky to have you. I 
adore you. You're mine, and nothing is going to change that. Not now, not ever. Come here. Lay your head back, come on. Let your neck rest easy. Put your head against me. And there we go. I love how close I feel to you right now. I feel we're as close as two people can be. I trust you. And I feel trusted. And that's all because of you. Hmm. You feeling any better, baby girl? That was a whole lot, wasn't it? Everything that we just went over. But I want you to know that I know that you try very hard to please me. And you do. Did you like it all? Was it ever too hard on you? Was it too much? No? Good. Because you can say anything here and now. And that would be just factored in. You could say we're never going to do it again. You could say it needs to be a little bit rougher. Or anything in between. Okay? Okay. Come here. Come here. You are amazing. Don't feel bad about needing this. I need it too. I need a kind of release. The kind of release that only you give me. So please, just let me kiss you on the top of your head. Kiss you on the bridge of your nose. And one long kiss to your lips. Mm. There we go. Now, what do you say? We order a pizza from your favorite place. We get all sudsy before it arrives. And we just spend the rest of the night just binge eating and watching some super, super shitty something. <laughs> yeah. Like Netflix and chill, but just Netflix. You've already got me pretty chilled out. I love you, baby girl. And I hope you enjoyed that piece. It's been a long time coming. I very much enjoyed it. And, you know, please keep sending in your requests because that was not one but two of them put together in a delicious little package. Or at least, so I hope. Up next, it's question time. We finally have enough to do it. So, first question is going to go to Angela. Possibly. Oh my, just give me one second here. Everything is falling apart. Nothing new to the podcast. Allow me to regale you with what I'm going to eat tonight. It's homemade meatballs with spaghetti, because I don't know how to cook that well yet. Here we go. Hello, Hi. my name is Angela. Hello, Angela. Um, I'm sorry if this is a bit of a silly question or you've answered it before, but I was curious to know how you feel about body modifications on women, uh, specifically tattoos and piercings. 
Do you like or dislike them in a general sense? Or do you have specific ones that you prefer over others? Maybe you're completely indifferent. <laughs> um, I'm curious because it's a bit of a controversial topic, and I think you have an interesting way of thinking about that type of thing. So I'm really looking forward to hearing your answer. Anyway, thank you for listening to my rambling. Thank you very much, Angela, for sending in the question. It's hardly rambling at all. I love Ink on a Woman. And when you say controversial, I'm assuming that you're being very generous. Um, There's quite a few young men out there who are off-put by a woman who has a tattoo, short hair, uh, neon hair is the term they use these days, etc., etc., because she's saying, I have an identity, and that freaks them out. Um, (laughs) Anything that's basically not a cardboard cutout, I think, would scare them quite a bit. They're like little fainting goats uh, when they talk to a woman in person, but they're very loud online. So my view is, if you're strictly not doing it for attention, if you are in any way putting a piercing or a tattoo on yourself because it resonates with you, That's fantastic, and I love it, and I hope one day, knock on wood if I'm famous enough, that somebody will come up to me and show me their tattoo. Uh, I would absolutely love that encounter. Thank you again. Angela, I think that was your first time on the podcast, so thank you very much. Up next, we have Squishy. Hello. Hi. This kind of relates to the last question I sent in to you because you so sweetly said that my accent was delicious, it's delicious. which was very nice to hear, but also slightly confusing because nobody has ever found my accent delicious, I as, don't as you said. You. Um, mainly because I, I, I live here and everybody's got the same accent as, as I do. Well, maybe not quite mine because mine's <laughs> quite curious, but that's because I grew up in the rough end of Scotland. But anyway, right, my question is, <laughs> what do you think is the sexiest accent on ladies? I sincerely hope you're enjoying Europe, and if you are ever in Scotland, I hope that you enjoy it. <laughs> you, you almost got brave there, Squishy. You almost chatted me up and invited me out in front of all of these girls. So I'll tell you right now, to reward that bravery, if I'm ever in Edinburgh, you better say hello. Uh, <clears throat> Edinburgh just being where I've been invited in Scotland uh, by far the most. And, of course, the festival seems really cool. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) what accent do I think is the sexiest on a woman? Um, I really, really like whispers. And is that a cop-out? I'm not playing safe here. I'm not driven wild by accents. Uh, I am orally inclined. I do like hearing women. But it's not the accent. It's when a woman is feeling very happy and confident and inviting. I'm making little claw motions with my hand. That's how much I like it. Uh, That's when I enjoy it. That's when I enjoy it very much. Thank you for the second question, Squishy. Up next, quite possibly, because it's one of those days, we have Issa. Hey, Jack. Hello. I have some pretty random questions for Let's you. Let's do it. Four of them. Sorry that they're really random. No. But first question, in honor of me getting a new job, 
do you have any weird job stories, whether it be, I guess, with this job or with any that you had in the past, had, you know, just a shitty person you had to deal with or something like that that might be kind of funny? My second question. I don't know if it's funny, but uh, I used to work for one of the one of the big corporations, one of the top 500. Um, and there was a whole dressing down. We all got fired at once. About 3,000 of us all lost our job overnight. And one of the big things was that for weeks, for weeks after they announced it, we had to take all these courses that were mandatory if we want our severance pay that were like, how not to harm the company that's been so good to you. And uh, we had all of our security revoked, uh, even though we had to work there for weeks, so we really couldn't do anything but stand around. And it was very dehumanizing. So the very next job that I got was for a mom-and-pop company that literally operated out of one building. And the first night there, the person who was supposed to train me was sick. So literally the owner uh, just called me up and like, Hey, uh, here's where the spare key is. Let yourself in, and you probably won't be able to do anything, but if you can figure out what you're doing, feel free. So I look for the spare key. It's right where they say it is. And it is covered with a thick, glossy cough syrup uh, that has left a fingerprint, a partial fingerprint, on that bad boy. And I'm like, these are two different situations. Second question is if you could have one food for the rest of your life, and it could only be that food, what would it be and why? Breakfast burritos, lots of vitamin C. Uh, I'll eat them all the time, and I haven't had one in two months. Uh, if I can't get one, then shawarma. Third question, what is your favorite type of lingerie on a woman? I know your favorite color is purple, so that doesn't count for anything. <laughs> <laughs> and finally... I like a good negligee. There seems to be this arms race right now. Trends keep repeating, yada yada. There seems to be this global march towards a thong that barely covers anything on the front and, and uh, shows lots of side boob and under boob. That's basically like a smaller bikini. No, I want I want the full negligee experience. If we're going to show the stomach region, I want that nice little sheer veil that connects between the brassiere and the uh, panties. I, I, you know, I want to see the whole outfit. I want it to look like a very sexy robe, essentially. <laughs> Favorite sex toy to use on a woman. Mm. If you have any. And no, your hands don't count. Okay. Does my tongue? I feel like that would also be... Uh, in poor taste, so my favorite sex toy to use on a partner is the brand new Vibees Aesthesia. Go to Vibees.com and enter in promo code the Grey Knight, all one word, the Grey Knight, to save big on the Grey Knight's favorite sex toy. All right, thank you for answering my questions. <laughs> See you, Jack. Keep being absolutely amazing because you really, really are. And we can't, as a fandom, I guess, say thank you enough for being amazing. So, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Gosh, that ended on a very sweet note after all the quote-unquote random. Up next, we have Touch of Crass. Hello, Jack. Hello. So, since you didn't get any questions last week, went to the scholarly, basically yelled at everyone to send in questions. <laughs> <laughs> so, here you go. I'm kidding. She didn't yell. Hello, Wench. Here's some questions for you. All right. <laughs> Just for you. Just for me. Um, question number one. I'm wondering if you've experienced any sort of cultural shock 
this trip, like a pancake in your soup sort of moment. Mm, mm. <laughs> um, question two. Okay, so question one, culture shock. Uh, you are not... I think this every time I'm in Europe, but every time it still catches me off guard to some degree. Uh, Europe is a lot like playing a single-player game filled with NPCs. Like, everyone's walking around, nobody says anything, but if you say hello, they can't wait to interact with you uh, like you're the star of a story. It's just not culturally acceptable to say hello to a stranger here, uh, but because I immediately come off as American— it's okay, and there's just this, it's like nothing. Just the stoic face of people of silence of people walking around, and I'll go, "Hey!" And someone will just like turn, look at me, me in the eyes, and smile, and go, "Yes." Oh, it's a little bit weird every time. Not gonna lie. Question two: uh, What does the typical life, a day in the life of Jack Slash the Grey Knight, look like in Europe? Um. Question. I mean, it's a work vacation, so uh, I've either been just totally unplugged and out and about and seeing something or doing something, or uh, I've been chained to my desk and uh, working very hard on the on the novel and everything else. So that's kind of boring. So what I do to to break up the monotony of every day is I do force myself to go to a corner store or something. There is a really good recycling system here. So what I try and do at least every other day, if I'm not shopping for, for dinner, what I'm going to cook that night, and you already know what that is from this episode, uh, is take the recycling back. Uh, those are pretty much it. It's, it's not a trip that uh, makes for a very good movie, but hopefully it makes for some pretty good writing. I think it was about two months ago you read an excerpt, excerpt from um, Melanie Harlow's book Man Candy I love her books actually um, I have that book on my Kindle I haven't read it yet hey. uh, um, just wondering if that was like a one time cross promotion thing or were you actually doing the audiobook for that because that would be amazing and I would buy the shit out of it <laughs> <laughs> either way I hope it works out for you uh, it's not a cross-promotion thing so much as an ability to uh, just read other people's stuff to make the podcast more uh, frequent, uh, but still of a fairly comparable length week to week, not this week. Uh, no, I am not doing the audiobooks for anybody that I've read on the podcast unless specifically announced. Most of these authors don't even do audiobooks, which I find very surprising. Uh, question four? is a two-parter um what are you most homesick for and what are you going to miss the most about europe when you go home uh well i've already said breakfast burritos so i guess i'll be honest and say i really miss mrs kitty uh i've gotten some updates she seems to be fine without me i still miss her i'm gonna kiss her kitty head as soon as i see her again what am i gonna miss the most about when i leave i really like it here I have friends here, um, and uh, I, I, I think I'm going to miss just the overwhelming sense that everything is going to be okay. When I'm here, I feel like everything's going to be okay, uh, and I'm going to have to learn how to adjust back home. You go home. And my last question. <clears throat> um, 
You talked before that the Grey Knight voice is not, and your normal everyday voice are not the same. That mm. We wouldn't recognize your normal, you from your normal everyday voice. I'm wondering how you discovered the Grey Knight, how he came to be, as it were. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. That's it for me. Um, on another note, I... Uh, so just to answer that real quick, to give an anecdote of the now fallen actor who played Elmo, the story about how Elmo, that super popular, uh, essentially Muppet, came into being is that the actor just picked him up and did it one day, and that's exactly how uh, the Grey Knight happened. I just did a voice one day, and I went, oh, that works. So I wish there was something more mystical. There was a goddess or magic or something like that, but... Uh, just a guy who was doing radio one day did a voice and decided to keep it. Yeah. It's been wonderful to hear how great this trip has been for you. Aww. Your smile just gets bigger every week. We and I'm I'm so happy and I can't wait to see what you come up with next. Oh, gosh. Have a good night, Jack. I'm going to be verklempt. Thank you so much, Crass. I mean, what do you even do after that besides go right on into the next question? Here comes one from Allie. Maybe. Hello, Jack. Hi. Yet again, I'm recording questions before sleep, so this okay. is my sleepy voice. Not okay. Not a sexy one. I'll come honestly. down. I'll come down low. I've got three questions for you. Okay. Question one. When you wake up in the morning, is there any one thought that is guaranteed to put a smile on your face? Um, no. Besides maybe if I've made stew and I don't know I don't have to, uh, and I know I don't have to make dinner that night. But what I do is I wake up, and as soon as I know I'm awake, I go, previously, on Jack. And then I get out of bed. Because if I don't get out of bed within 30 seconds of knowing I'm awake, then I want to sleep in. And I don't want to be a lazy bones. Question two. Related to that, do you consider yourself a smiling, laughing person in public? Or are you more the strong and silent and serious type? I'm the weak and silent type because I'm not all that strong, uh, at least emotionally. Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm just fine with with being totally quiet uh whether alone or in a group in public. And often when I'm in a group and I think somebody's loud, I shush them. Or I say, like, use your indoor voice, because I don't like the attention you get if you're loud in public. Question three. <clears throat> you can do it. You've admitted to enjoying playing with a partner's hair, <laughs> which is cute. Um, has that ever involved, like, brushing or braiding as well? <laughs> Glad to hear you're so happy and that things are going well for you in Europe. Happy Jack suits you. Bedtime for me now. <laughs> I cannot get over how funny the beginning of question number three was. You've admitted to playing with a partner's <laughs> Like it's a confession. I have seen political interviews with candidates for president that didn't get to that level of serious. Uh, have I ever brushed a woman's hair? Yes, but never in a way that she thoroughly enjoyed. There was a lot of conducting on her part of harder, softer, uh, not like that. Hold it here. Just let me do it. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then after that, we did her hair. Ooh. 
Okay, I'm feeling a little bit silly after that one, but man, the uh, the confession really caught me off guard. Up next, we have Instigator Winch. Hi, Jack. Hello. Sorry about the voice. I'm a bit under the weather. No, you sound <laughs> and, lovely. Uh, I still had a burning question okay. or two. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't. I don't mean to make you feel like you have to speak for other guys or okay. or justify uh, what they do. But I thought you had a particularly uh, interesting and thoughtful take on toxic masculinity and uh, the pressures on guys and the roles they play in our in our shared culture. It's hard, I think, in my experience in porn, to find guys making noise. There seems to be an aversion to it, and. Um, my limited experience with, with, with guys personally, it, that's helped true as well. And it's funny because I hear so many women talking about uh, why they like your work and how uh, wonderful it is to hear the enjoyment of someone um, in the throes of pleasure uh, with us. Do you think it has to do with uh, sort of a repression or uh, fear of vulnerability or or what? I just can't figure it out. Um, just would like your take on it. Well, that's a very big question. Uh, as you said at the beginning, obviously I'm not going to speak for all men here. But I will say that I would throw fear of vulnerability uh, right on out there as, as not the culprit for this one. I know that when I'm having sex with somebody for the first time, that there is this focus this need to achieve to give her something to be something in that moment and i think that a lot of men when we're talking about the first i i I really don't know what number to throw out here five to twenty times with a partner that there's this dehumanization slash success effect that the that the female partner for a lot of males is a means to an end, a mean towards success. That they wanted to achieve sex and that a woman just happened to be involved in that end goal. So I, I think there is this stoic, uh, this, is, this is what you're supposed to do, drumbeat in a lot of ears. And until we just sort of talk and chill out and see everybody as a person... Unfortunately, for a lot of guys, they're going to hear that drumbeat louder than they hear their, their own partner in front of them, which isn't that sad. Okay, continuing on. And then secondly, what's first and second on your to-do list still while you're in Europe? What's pulling you forward and what are you going to do next that you're looking forward to? Um, as always, all the best. Take care. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, ended pretty quick there. <laughs> Uh, what's next? I'm actually going to take a weekend in a uh, another country that's coming up here pretty quickly. Going to see some lighthouses, going to see some churches, going to see a castle or two because we don't have them back home, uh, especially that last one. Wouldn't that be amazing if I thought there were no lighthouses in the U.S.? <laughs> uh, so I'm going to do a very quick, not even 48-hour uh, weekend trip. Which, again, as an American boggles my mind. Like, yeah, I'm just going to pop out for a day or two and see another country. Say, what? All right. Up next we have Nessie. Hi, 
Hi. Hello. I'm Nessie, and I'm back with more questions. Okay. So, first question is, do you ever wish that your voice was different? Either your the either the one you use for audios or just your regular speaking voice. And also, is it weird for you to to hear your own voice on recordings? It's not weird. After the last year and a half, I've gotten pretty used to it. I just don't like it. It's not weird. I just don't care for it. Uh, do I wish I had another voice? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I just wished for it. Either yesterday or the day before, someone sent me a nasty message saying, why don't you sound like this guy? Uh, he's actually good. And that linked to another male artist. So that was a bit of a kick in the shins. Um, goes with the territory. But like I was, at that moment, I was like, yeah, I know. I wish I sounded like him too. And we're going to keep on going. Because I think weird for most people oh. but it would be kind of necessary for you because of because of what you do mm. um and yeah and second you question out of this. is one that one that i get a lot which is um do people ever tell you that that you're too old to be doing a certain thing and um what is it like for me forgive me for that uh that really caught me off guard that was the doorbell but we're not gonna we're not gonna get it i paused the recording but not in time so let's keep going i still watch pokemon like the cartoon so i get that a lot um question three okay so trying to get unrattled from that buzz during a recording. Gosh, the timing of it all. Uh, am I too old for anything that I do? No. Luckily, people seem to be real cool, uh, even though I'm a dude in his 30s, that I like Steven Universe and Adventure Time. Uh, definitely no, no shit over Gravity Falls. And watching cartoons is probably the youngest thing that I do. Um, I have gotten a number of, of close friends and family saying, like, are you sure you want to write porn with the time you've got left? And I'm like, hell yeah, I am. Three is, um, so I have a lot of friends that are starting to to try online dating, hmm. um, like Tinder and like other <laughs> dating apps. And I was wondering if if you've ever tried any of those. And also, um, what would what would be a good thing to what's a good question to ask someone on a date um, in order to to know what kind of person they are? I mean, if I could answer the last part of that one, I would I would definitely not be doing erotica. I would be making the world a better place with informed questions. I. I don't know. You got to fill another person out for a long time before you figure out who they really are. That's uh, that's my honest to goodness belief. There's no magic question that gets you there. Have I ever tried a dating service? Yes, I came up with OkCupid and I've used it a number of times, uh, not very successfully because the the voice is better than the face. They are, um, because 
I'm like kind of overprotective slash paranoid um, when when my friends go on these dates. So, and I just want them well, to be safe. Well, stop so you can be happy and don't uh, assume responsibility for others. And, you know, know immediately um, if, if the guy's just not, not, not ideal. Um, and last question mm. is, so you've said that, that you're, that you're really into, um, DDLG and like, you have like audios and stuff that are, that are with that and your blog, um, has stuff about DDLG, but, um, I think you've also said that, but you're not into age play, mm. and, um, I, I haven't really, I could be wrong, but, because I have never, um, really had a relationship with those things, but I would think that there would be, um, quite a bit of, of overlap between the two so i was wondering what the what the distinction was for you for you to um to like one and and not the other um yeah so those are all my questions and i hope that europe is good to you and yeah um bye all right well thank you very much for all the questions uh, this week and some others there, Nessie. Um, DDLG to me is not about age play. You can make it about that, and and there's no problem, no judgment from me. But I do believe that the vast majority of BDSM relationships, whether it be uh, pet play, which I only found out a little over a year ago, uh, DDLG, etc., where somebody is constantly being made this role, this submissive role, uh, is about power dynamics and all the good and unfortunately bad that come along with that. And that's not what I'm into BDSM for. Um, it's very much a release for me. It's very much about uh, an upswing of being able to use the power I feel like I always have in a way that's constructive to the other party. And therefore, I don't want to disempower them. That's not the right word, but I can't think of it uh, any more than they already are. To me, the ultimate expression of BDSM is not, you are weak, so serve me. The ultimate expression, the thing that I really get turned on by and enjoy is, you are so wonderful and radiant and powerful, and I get you. All of you. And that's real, real sexy to me. And that's harder to pull off uh, if you're saying, and you're only six years old, and I'm the principal. All right, so we have our final question from Tender. Hi, Jack. Hello. I am home with a fever today oh. and therefore have spent the majority of the day in bed with you. Aww. Uh, in my earphones, that is. Oh, wow. I recently came across your audios and have to say that you are now my all-time favorite. Aww. In part because other male erotica audios, as much as I, in, I genuinely enjoy them, seem to run 
five to ten minutes on average, and that just isn't enough to personally satiate me. So I appreciate the longevity of your audios and the time and effort you go to to put them together. Why, thank you. Also, I just wanted to say thank you for taking a genuine interest in learning about women's bodies. For example, being aware that it can take us some time with stimulation to build up to orgasm and being conscientious about food, staying away from anything below the belly button so as not to throw off the whole vaginal balance of things down there. You've got it. Stuff like that. I realize that may not seem all that sexy, but I, for one, find it very reassuring and surprisingly hot to know that you have educated yourself around that topic. So thank you for that. You got it. As a result of spending the day with your voice, I created a Tumblr account just so that I too can send you recorded questions. Awesome. And I have to admit that although I'm guessing we're around the same age based on various references in your Q&As, I am now officially feeling super old Mm. and out of touch because instead of posting it on your blog... For everyone to view, I accidentally sent you a PM with a photo of what I feel could potentially be the perfect bed. (laughs) Which, by the way, I wouldn't normally take the liberty of just sending you random photos, except that one of your comments mentioned sending someone to find the perfect bed. Mm. I think the question, uh, the answer was in in reference to a question about what you would do if you were like a billionaire or something. So anyway... um, if that was an overstep on my part, I ask you to please forgive my boldness. No worries. Anyway, on to the questions. Okay. I currently have four, five if you count the two and one. Let's do it. And again, I apologize in advance if these are repeats since I've not yet gotten through all of your podcasts. First, based on some comments in your audios, I'm curious if you enjoy children or perhaps find them bothersome. I like children so long as they're not mine, and children like me so much as I have candy and gifts. Secondly, uh, this is two in one. What type of dancing do you enjoy, if any? And if you don't know how to dance, but knew that it was a big turn on for your partner, would you be willing to learn for her? Or would you rather she just go dancing without you? I don't know how to dance and to be perfectly honest i would rather not have to learn just to make one person happy uh just i just you know i could take dancing lessons sure but wouldn't you rather i take cooking lessons next uh i'm a cat lover i have been my entire life i currently have two kittens one taught me that he plays fetch Not just once, but repeatedly, like a dog. And I know of someone else's cat that plays hide-and-go-seek. So my question is, does Mrs. Kitty have any special skills or cute behaviors? She has the uncanny ability ability to land on top of my head. Wow, what's going on with my tongue? To land on top of my head when jumping from great heights. So much so that closets and beds have had to be moved and shuttered. So that bombardment cannot commence every morning. And finally, would you be so kind as to tell the story around how Mrs. Kitty came into your life? Uh, Just want to say thank you again for sharing your intoxicating voice, your creative writing skills, and your time. I'm grateful for your audios, and I'm grateful for you. Aww. I'm going to assume that was the fever talking there, uh, but that was absolutely lovely in every way. So thank you so much for that. 
Mrs. Kitty came into my life. Uh, I had a roommate at the time, and my bedroom was sealed with double doors, so not exactly cat-proof. He had two rescue cats. They were full-grown, and they were very, very mean cats, um, just generally speaking, because they were rescues and mistreated before he got them. He and his fiancée at the time both decided to split a pair of kittens, so he took one home, and she took the other. This kitten was a monstrosity, but unfortunately, because I, I'm weak-willed, I have a soft heart, uh, I would stand guard over her while she ate because the big cats wouldn't let her. And uh, she would not eat unless it was out of a bowl on the floor. We tried putting it on top of the fridge where the big cats couldn't get to, uh, but she could stand on top of easily, didn't work, yada yada. So eventually I just had to stand guard when he wasn't home and feed her. Now he had a normal closing bedroom door, and he locked all the cats out in the living room at night. The other two cats were fine with this, but Mrs. Kitty, as a kitten, would uh, paw under my double door until she opened it enough to scooch into the room and I would wake up every single day uh, with her sleeping between my thighs. And eventually I was just all like, well, I guess you're my cat now. And then she was. And we've been very unhappy with each other ever since. Gosh, I miss her. All right. I think that just about does it. That was a lot of questions today. Thank you very much, every single person who even thought about sending them in. But of course, extra special thanks. To those of you who did, uh, everything is going pretty okay on my end as we wrap everything up. Nothing really to plug at the moment because I'm plugging away uh, at my own thing. Yeah, sorry for the buzz and uh, a couple other hicks in here, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to wait to upload this and perfect it all. Don't want to be late two weeks in a row. That's definitely not me. What is my tongue doing? It's absolutely defecting. Uh, not not really much to say. My idle game is going great. About to, about to start doing some engine technology there. So if you've been breathlessly waiting what was happening there, there you go. Uh, I hope, hope, hope that the that the book will be ready for you ASAP. Uh, I'm I'm really enjoying the process this time around. It feels like the end in the best possible way for this project. And I, I really enjoyed making the piece this week, guys. I know a lot of you guys love it. Uh, it's a bit time-consuming, but what else are you going to do? So, I've had a wonderful time. I hope you've had a wonderful time. I hope you will see me again next week. And one more time, thank you to Andrea for giving us that there sample of her work it's not andrea it's arian oh man <sighs> it's a good thing the music is there covering this up that would be even more embarrassing without it <laughs> i have been your somewhat befuddled host the gray knight this has been nightly pleasures podcast number 37 i hope Again, continuing that befuddlement. I will see you next week if I don't slowly shrink and fade away into embarrassment, starting right 